Welcome back, everybody, to Becoming Next on Scene's podcast. I am so excited to teach you how to become next on scene in your field of business, a passion, whatever that might be. So today I am really excited to talk with you all about a marketing tip and also a self-care tip to help you get your week um, more inspired before I bring on my awesome guest today. So marketing tip of the week, I get asked all the time, where do I need to post on social media? Um, The key thing is, is you need to be everywhere because it takes one person to transform your life. Um, And even if you don't have a lot of followers, all you need is that one person, right? So it's very, very important that you take that into consideration. Um, When I say everywhere, I'm talking about Facebook. I'm talking about YouTube. I'm talking about Instagram. I'm talking about Instagram. Instagram stories. I'm talking about Twitter. I'm talking about LinkedIn. All the things, guys. All the things. Because it's better to be everywhere than to be nowhere and to be one place consistently because, listen, there's nothing wrong with being one place consistently. I'm all about that and I know it's hard to keep up with social media. But I'm telling you from personal experience and also what I've done for my clients that showing up less and posting more places is game-changing to your audience. So that is my uh, marketing tip of the day of how to become next on scene. Um, My self-care tip of the day is, what is my self-care tip of the day? Um, I am going on vacation next week. I cannot be more excited. Um, I highly, highly recommend now that it is summertime, no matter where you're living. Um, even Australia, my buddies over there. Um, I still truly feel that at least once a month, you need some downtime for yourself. I mean, I try to incorporate it daily, even if it's meditation, but there's something with like doing a little staycation getaway or going away somewhere overnight and really removing yourself from your day-to-day routine. Um, So yeah, so that is my self-care tip of the day. I look forward to hearing how many of you incorporate that. Now I'm so excited to share about my amazing guest today. So two rock star Latinas have started this awesome, awesome podcast called the La T-T-E-A Tina podcast. Um, And it's where they basically empower Latinas um, and really share stories about believing your worth and loving yourself even if you don't want to and they are just two amazing amazing women one is ariadna and one is nastasia so two rock star ladies one is local to massachusetts and one is in la so talk about bi-coastal collaboration we love that here at next on scene so so excited to bring these amazing ladies on and um, really empower the latina community and i look forward to sharing more with you in a brief moment so stay tuned for who is becoming next on scene today the ups the downs and all the in-between what it takes to become next on scene are you next follow us at next on scene Everybody, I officially have the two amazing hosts behind the Latina TEA Tina podcast. Um, we have the amazing Ariana Aredno and Nastasia Sanchez. Hello, ladies. Thank you so much Hi. for coming on today. Hey there. 
So Hi, excited to have you. Thank you for having us. I know. So exciting. Um, so happy to be back. So before we even get started with like all the amazing stuff you guys are doing, I love that you guys are in two different areas in the country. So I kind of want to tap on that first. So um, Nastasia, <laughs> do you want to tell us, because my audience knows Ariadna because I've interviewed her before. So let's first start with you, Nastasia. So where do you live? And tell us a little bit about your backstory. All right. Well, uh, I live in Los Angeles, California. I kind of grew, I was born in Washington State, but uh, I'm a military brat, so I kind of grew up all up and down Southern California. Um, as of right now, I'm 29 years old. I have to think, I just turned 29, so I'm in that Happy birthday! Thing, 28 and 29. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so I, I co-run a production company um, that's based out of Los Angeles, California. We produce film and television, digital media content that caters to, um, uh, you know, marginalized groups. We want to just make sure that, you know, when we grew up, we did not see ourselves on camera enough. There was a huge, and even to this day, there still is a huge lack of representation. So any type of content that we make, we want to make sure that we are highlighting anybody who is in the LGBTQIA community, in the disabled community, in the, if you are a woman, if you are a person of color, um, we definitely want to highlight those stories and see, you know, those stories come to the big screen and, and, um, it's something that we really take part on. We recently just sold a project to Amazon Studios. Awesome. Um, alongside Gabrielle Union's production, I'll Have Another. Um, and, yeah, that's a little bit about me. No, I so fun. So fun. Place I know. And Ariadna, this amazing rock star, originally from Miami, now is in Mass. But, like, tell us how you and Nastasia got connected. Yeah, um, as you already know, you have interviewed me, we've interviewed each other, we always believe it, of course, I created that about seven years ago, and with its own podcast, and you know, if you know me, you know I want inspiring, listening stories, I want people who are creative, and just like making a change in the world. Obviously, I stumbled across Nastasia's profile, and I fell madly in love with what she's doing, and what her company represents, and I'm like, girl, I need to have you on my podcast, and interview you. And she came out and she gave me two episodes that were so touching and so special beyond Level Maverick, actually. And through that, we just started talking right off the get-go, like we were forever friends, basically. And I was, like, telling her more ideas I wanted to do for the Latin American community and, like, how I felt not Latina enough and how she didn't feel Latina enough. And we're like, holy smokes. <laughs> 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 you know, we have that in common so um essentially what we always joke around sliding into her dms and then one thing led to another and here we are i love that that's a legit 2020 thing of life it's just sliding into the dms it really is (laughs) just 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 knock on the door just keep knocking you never know what's gonna happen it's true so at least just try and here we are it is so true knocking or sliding though knocking or sliding you totally slid in the dms (laughs) sonia That's so true. Oh my god, I love that. I feel like a lot of my audience knows me and Charlie went into the DMs and be like, "Hi, I'm again, nice to meet you." I know. I love that. Let's be friends. So cool. So tell us, okay, um, love that story. Now, Anastasia, tell us how you fell into the world of media. Oh goodness, uh, I don't know. It, you know, I didn't really fall into it. I was kind of born into it. Um, so my mother was an actress in the 80s. She did like a lot of soap operas 
and uh, commercials and print ads. Uh, her brother is an author. He was also an actor. He did um, a few movies here and there. He was actually in the Malcolm X movie, too. My stepfather um, was in the Mickey Mouse Club, like when Justin, Brittany, and Christina were there. So cool. Um, he has, yeah, he's had like several TV shows. He currently has a show on Netflix. Uh, the O.J. Simpson trial show. I probably should know what the title of that is, but um, <laughs> if you were to ask him, he would say that I think he's completely uncool. And I do. I think my dad, my dad is so uncool. <laughs> but um, um, but he, he, they all encouraged me to follow my creativity wherever, you know, it would lead me. So within that, I wrote my first script when I was like 12. In, it's not that amazing because honestly the script is trash. <laughs> so, like, it's, it's so I don't think an average but, 12 year old um, writes a script. Let's be honest here. That's very impressive in general. Just I putting mean, that out there. It's passion without a doubt. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. No, this just like, it's like, if you, like, it didn't make, it just, it was a 12 year old who wrote a script about a rich 12 year old who came home with a butler and a limousine when in reality I was not living that life. <laughs> there was no purpose. There was no plot. You were manifesting it, manifesting it. That's what it's about, man, right? Right, yes. Yeah. So funny. Um, and so then when I went to high school, I went to a performing arts high school, charter school in Los Angeles called Champs. And through there, um, our drama teacher created this after-school program. And eventually, uh, this after-school program led us to co-writing an off-Broadway musical, which we performed in Los Angeles and in New York. Um and then from then on, my mom was like, okay, so you're obviously not going to want to do anything else with your life. So is this what you're going to do? And I was like, I think so. I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to stay in this industry. And, um, and I just, from then on, I collaborated with other people who are in the industry, whether it was writing or acting or producing. And recently, like I want to say about two, three years ago, uh, my writing partner and I created our production company, Rebel Maverick. And then the rest is history. So I, I kind of give all the props to my parents for allowing me to be in this creative family. I love it. And then you came across Ariadna, and now you're just expanding, which is so exciting. Yeah. Love it. She brought me digital media. Who knew? I love it. Teamwork. <laughs> that's what happens, right? It's so empowering. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. We're all about community over here. We know it. I know. It's so yeah, true. Exactly. So Ariana, can you share too, just for any new audience people listening, like a little bit about your backstory and also what your goal is with this Latina podcast collaborating with Nastasia? So the summary of my background, you know, I am from Venezuela. I grew up in the States and then I moved to Europe for about 16 years, especially Spain. So, um, much like what Nastasia was telling you, um, she started writing when she was 12. I did the same thing. I was always a writer. About seven years ago, after a million hardships of life, um, they could find everything about me. <laughs> it was always believer. Um, I decided to continue writing. I always kept writing, but I decided to start a blog. And through there, you express my stories because I felt alone most of my life. So I kind of spent it around saying, you know what? There's enough of us in this world to make sure that we don't feel alone. That in turn turned into wellness, that turned into coaching, that turned into a podcast, that turned into this, expanding, expanding, of course, as one does when one is an entrepreneur, as you both ladies know. And currently, actually, so my 
personal goal is to make a platform big enough to get the message across. Mm-hmm. Anything that I do, essentially. So that could have been, you know, the Weekly Libra, that could have been Latina, that could have been anything else. Right now, it just happens to be Latina, and it has all my heart, to be honest. Um, I fell in love with a selfie when I met her. <clears throat> Excuse my voice. <laughs> I'm getting tear-eye already. <laughs> just her personality, her sparks, her <laughs> magic. It, it just it made the collaboration so much better, and I'm very grateful. Not only because of what she does, and she has her own you know, production company, which is impressive, but just the fact that together, no matter how different we feel and we, we look and we sound, our goal or intention is to lift our community higher and stronger, to be more represented on TV, because I feel like that's super important. I know Asasa feels the same way, of course. Our goal is to not only bring really interesting um, people on our podcast and our future projects that right now we're still in the works that we can't say just yet, but um, what you what you do see is people who not only are actresses and um, directors and writers, but they're activists, they're humanitarians. They leave a message and a legacy to really make sure that we're seen, we're heard, and to talk the real talk and walk the walk. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's so important for both of us to mm-hmm. actually talk about these things to, so we can debunk old mentalities of past generations and embrace our new truths. Right. And yeah, so if you know me, anything I do, I can speak passionately about this. And right now, Latina is definitely about that with not only Latinas, of course, Latinx community, but also like minorities. Um, so we have plenty, plenty of surprises coming your way with Latina when it comes to guests and uh, projects. I love it. So, Nastasi, do you want to talk about how <laughs> the name was created of the podcast? It's adorable. I'm so sorry. Can you say it one more time? I couldn't hear you. No, no worries. Can you share with my audience what inspired the name of the show? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Um, That's the perfect question for you, my love. <laughs> Ayana was telling me, she was like, you know, we need to come up, we don't have to think about it now. We just have to come up with a name. We can brainstorm a couple of things. I was like, okay, yeah, sure, no big deal. Now, my butt, usually when it comes to, like, creating names, especially for projects, it's usually, like, the last thought, right? Because we're just so busy with development, like, right. we don't care about the name. Or sometimes the studio will just come up with a name, Right. So I was, like, not even thinking about it. And then one day I was pouring myself a cup of tea, which is really weird because I actually do not like tea. <laughs> but I was pouring myself a cup of tea. It was meant to be <laughs> for this, obviously, right? Totally. <laughs> <laughs> right. And um, I I was just thinking, I was like, it's so funny how, like, tea is, like, also known as, like, gossip and talking with friends and whatnot. And I was like, wow, I wish I could somehow incorporate that on something. And then I was like, hold on. Latina, Latina, Latina. And then all of a sudden I hit up Ariana and I was like, yo, you're not going to believe this. This is going to sound weird. It's okay if you don't like it. I'm, I'm still playing with it. What do you think of the name Latina as in like two Latinas sitting together and essentially talking crap or um, <laughs> let's talk the tea, talk the tea. Yeah, exactly. Spilling <laughs> right? the tea. <laughs> and so she was like, I kind of love that. And her immediate thought was like, she put her marketing hat on and she was like, absolutely, because we can do this and then we can do that and then we can do this and this way it works. And I was like, okay, well, I guess this is the name of Latina. I <laughs> love it. Latina. I love it. I think it's adorable. I really do. It's very creative yeah. and sits Thank like you. totally, totally resonates. Like when somebody sees the name, it absolutely like is so great. So I just wanted to share that. So 
Can you tell us too, um, Ariana, I'll let you answer this one. Like I noticed you guys have been doing panel discussions, like Zoom calls, like what are some things you're doing for the minority communities right now? Right now, we're definitely speaking up. I feel like we're definitely doing our best to make sure that everyone is being heard. And that means, like, like for example, the last thing we just did was a Black Lives Matter. We, we have a roundtable, hopefully a monthly special, but the first one that we decided to do was definitely Black Lives Matter because, obviously, it means a whole lot to us for a million reasons in one. Mm-hmm. And the people that we brought on are all different backgrounds, and have so many different kinds of history and putting them all together for us was really important because it's going to hit every single person of our audience. So that's something that's very fundamental. I know that Anastasia can definitely say a little bit more of how else we're helping our community. All right. So Anastasia, can you share with us more of how you guys are helping the Latinic, uh, well, the minority communities? Yeah, you know, I think it's just a matter of, conversation you know like as Ariana said before you know she mentioned how she didn't feel Latina enough I mentioned how I didn't feel Latina enough and just by opening up that 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 piece of information that we had been holding on to for so long immediately we felt a connection right Mm -hmm. like just by just one particular thing that we both felt with there was a connection so it's like the matter of like if we are feeling that way, we know a bunch of others are feeling that way, whether it be through that particular subject or another, we can connect with others. And so I feel like when you open up and have discussions and, and lay everything out and, you know, speak from the heart, it allows for so much healing. Right. Um, I think, you know, there was this um, during when, when, well, everyone still is marching. But in the beginning of the marching, uh, after what happened with um, George Floyd um, in London, there was this march that was going on, and one of the there's this actor from Star Wars. His name is John Boyega. He started speaking. He started uh, talking on the megaphone and speaking to the crowd, and he spoke from his heart. And from there, you just saw a million of other people commenting in the comment section of how they felt the exact same way and how this person felt the exact same way. And then all of a sudden you see them now becoming friends on social media or um, whenever I post something, whether it be a testimony, when Ariadna posts something and she has a testimony, someone reacts to it, someone reads it, someone connects to it and feels something. And from then on, a community is made. Right. So I feel like when you open up dialogue and conversations, it helps um, uplift others to uh, not just not just be on like the same wavelength as you, but it's like they feel you feel hurt and they feel hurt, right? And then all of a sudden, this new community is being built. So I feel like with Latina, that's when and just who we are in general. That's what we're trying and hopefully um, we'll be able to do, especially in the long run. I feel like um, that's a huge part of, of uh, you know giving back and, and uplifting our community. No, I love that. And I also, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I have to chime in and ask this question to the both of you because it both, it really resonated with me when you guys both said at the time you didn't feel Latina enough. Like, what does that mean? Like, what do you, what do you hope to bring to light more to make people really feel empowered as a Latina? Do you want to answer that first, Ariana, and then we'll go to Nastasia? Sure. Um, I, I've always felt it because 
you know, it's, even though I was born in Venezuela, I was only there until I was two, three years old, and then I moved to the States, and then I moved to Europe, and then I was part Spanish. I am bilingual, luckily enough. However, you know, I don't feel like my Spanish is a Spanish. Like, I'm sorry, my Spanish is from, like, a Spaniard accent mm-hmm. rather than a Venezuelan accent. All those Latin American roots were kind of gone because if I, if I speak in English, I technically don't have a strong Latin American accent because, you know, I was raised here, so I'm right. not. And, you know, I, I just felt really lost and out of place because you hear so many stories like, oh, my childhood, it was like so-and-so, and like, we ate so-and-so, and I'm like, uh, yeah, no, that didn't happen to me. <laughs> or even something as quote-unquote simple as like when they ask me about Venezuela, I'm like, hey, do you remember that store? Do you remember that club? Do you remember that school? And I'm like, no, sweetheart. I'm sorry, not sorry. Like, I, I you know, I grew up differently. So all of that kind of wrapped in a nutshell. Um, that's how I started feeling like, okay, where are my roots? I want to know more. I want to make sure that my kids know. I want to make sure, like, how do I stand and how do I feel about all this? Mm-hmm. And if that wasn't enough, I also know a lot of American community and we're really close when it comes to really sensitive topics. And because my life is completely the opposite of that, that I found through talking up and speaking up about matters like what we say about Black Lives Matter, for example, about me being sexually abused. All these different issues, I want to make sure that are not only Latin American, because we know it's minority. We know like these are just because of the way that we're brought up. It's like they're very taboo. I'm like, no, this stops here. So, I don't know, it's kind of a mix of, like we were saying, not feeling Latina enough because Latina enough or Latinx enough is not, you have to be born the race in mm-hmm. Colombia, Argentina, Peru, et cetera. Mm-hmm. You can be like Mastafi, which she's about to explain where she's from in her background. You can be like me. Um, you can not even have to know Spanish, you know what I mean? So starting with that quote-unquote simple but very deep feeling of belonging and understanding where you're from, and continue to talk about all those happy subjects that is um, being Latinx, being Latina, all that rolled into one. Hopefully that made sense. No, well. I, that, I love that. I love that. And obviously, like before we even get to Nastasia, I just want to chime in and say, I mean, that's clearly why you guys have come together to create this awesome platform, you know, to allow people to be vulnerable and share things that they're not alone in feeling that. Exactly. So, like we start yeah. with that specifically, and then we're going to move on to bigger and bolder things. And for last, my two cents, with our name, like we were saying before, this is why we, our name worked, because it's not, it is Latina, the play on words, of course, because that's what we both are, technically speaking, even though we have very different backgrounds. It's literally made for, like, minority and everybody who feels like they belong to that kind of group as well, because there's, you know, it's a play on words, and it doesn't really say Latina. Right. So... I, you'll, yeah, there's new guests coming up soon, and that's all I can say with spoilers, but <laughs> Nastasia, all you. Yeah, no, I love that. Uh, so, Nastasia, tell us what Latina, not being Latina enough means to you. You know, it, it, what it means now, or what it did not mean now, is not how it felt before. But, um, yeah, I, I grew up, I did not, I did not have the pleasure of learning Spanish that, um, was not passed down to me, unfortunately, when I was a young child, um. My father was born and raised in Cali, Colombia. My mother is an African-American woman who was born and raised in Queens, New York. Um, but I, I did not feel Latina enough. I, this is going to sound so crazy, but I had no idea that um, black Latinas existed up until I was, uh, until I was like maybe 
13, 14. I thought I and my sister were the only one. Like, I had no idea. So because the idea of what a Latina would look like based off of what was on TV and my father's side of the family, you know, the tan, light tan skin with the dark hair, I am, I have very black features. I am my mother's child. So I, in that way, I felt like, oh, well, you know, my father is my father, but I, I, I don't feel like I am Latina enough. And even though they would say to me, you know, um, you are Latina, you are not black, or, you know, they, because Latinos, especially um, in my family, they tend to try and deny the, the black race. Um, it, I, I still felt like in so many ways I did not belong. The fact that I did not speak Spanish, the fact that I could not um, have a conversation with my grandmother who only spoke Spanish. I could not have conversations with many other family members who only spoke Spanish. I couldn't sit at a table and be a part of the joke. In so many ways, I felt like an outsider. And so um, when I grew up and uh, I started to even, I started to learn Spanish, even now with what I know, I know I mess up on certain words. I know sometimes I'm not conjugating correctly or sometimes I have a hard time rolling my R's. Um, and I still get that criticism. Oh, Nastasia, like you just can't speak it. It's okay. You can be a coconut. You can be a gringa. It's completely fine. It still like installs that like the idea that like I'm not Latina enough. Like I will never be Latina enough. Um, and so it's something that I struggled with that I'm learning how to get over. I have not fully mm-hmm. overcome that feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, but someone said to me the other day, they're like, it's an ongoing process. It's a journey, you know, um, and not to focus so much about the destination, but just to focus on where you are every single day and take it on a day-by-day basis and um, try to unlearn that toxic narrative that there's only to be, you know, one Latino or that Latinos are a monolith because they're not. Mm-hmm. Um, there are so many different kinds uh, who, and there's this, um, there's this one Instagram account called Shopping Latina, and I love them because the one thing that they always say is Latinas have no skin tone. Like, we don't look like one particular way. We look like anything and everything. So, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Why not? That's awesome. Thank you. I yeah. love that. Wow, you guys are such a power team. I freaking love this. This is awesome. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank so you. inspiring. So can you guys share with us um, how they can listen to your podcast? And um, I guess, Ariana, you share with us how they can do that. And then um, Nastasia, tell us how they can follow you on social media. And then we'll play a quick little game time. All right. Okay. All right. So um, you can follow us basically everywhere and anywhere. In other words, we are in iTunes, Spotify. We're also on YouTube and Google Podcasts. We are hosted by Lipson. So if you go to our um, webpage, which is rebelmaverick.com slash Latina Podcast, you, there you're able to find all the links, actually. We also have a newsletter through there. That's a little bit more social media, actually. But when it comes to finding the podcast, we're basically everywhere. And, um, yes, that's... <laughs> Love it. <laughs> oh, and- for last, I just remembered. I'm so sorry because it's a brand new feature we just added. Vimeo. Vimeo? What's that called? Vimeo! Vimeo! Exactly. Yeah, totally. Vimeo, we are. We did our Black Lives Matter special and it was recorded with video, so you can definitely see the link in our bio currently, but it's always going to be posted through a webpage, etc. It's easy to find because that one right there, actually, the special is quite long, quite powerful, and if you need more information about the issue, that's where you need to go, because just our guest panel was, ama- was like, Leon was amazing, and 
that's through video. So there you go. Love it. All right. And Nastasia, can you tell us how they can follow you on social media? Yes. On Instagram, it is at the Latina podcast. On Twitter, it is at the Latinas because at the Latina podcast was too long. Um, (laughs) You can find us on Facebook as well. We have a group where you can become members and you can get access to exclusive content and freebies and prizes. There's a community group there as well at the Latina podcast. Um, I'm wondering, Adriana, am I missing any? I think I got them all. We're in Pinterest as well and YouTube as well. Look at that. Everywhere. I love it. (laughs) I love it. That's amazing. Literally everywhere. Okay, so I'm going to play game time with you guys. Ariadna knows there's no limit with how fast you have to answer. This is just a fun way for all of us to get to know you. So I'm going to ask each of you the same question, just like obviously one at a time. So because we are focusing on all things Latina today, I decided to spice it up and cater it to Latina-themed things. So question number one. All right, Ariadna, what is your favorite Latina meal? Arepas. Love it. Great answer. Okay, Nastasia, what is your favorite Latina meal? Empanadas. Ooh, good choices, guys. I love this. All right, what is your um, favorite? Okay, so Ariana, what is your favorite summer cocktail? I, I do love sex on the beach. I'm sorry. I good choice. It's so good. Oh and it's not. It's like, it's so good. So I always get that one. Or, or a mojito. And then sometimes a strawberry mojito. I like that. Good choice. What is oh, your favorite summer cocktail, Nastasia? I don't drink. I think alcohol tastes so gross. Okay. So, so what, but let's just say it's virgin. What is your go-to cocktail? It could be anything. Oh. Um, uh, a Shirley Temple? Okay, I like that. That's totally fine and adorable. Gotta love a good Shirley Temple. Um, okay, what is one? Okay, so Ariana, one Latina you haven't met yet that's on your bucket list to meet. Off the bat, really quickly, America Ferreira and Jennifer Lopez. I think it's the first two that come to my mind. Cool, good so, choices. Yeah. <laughs> and what about you, Nastasia? Who's one Latina you haven't met yet that's on your bucket list to meet? Um, do you know, uh, Amara La Negra. Good choices, guys. I love it. And final question to close out, Ariadna, what is one Latina tradition that you love and want to incorporate to your family um, in the future? Oh, see, this is where I get to I'm not Latina enough to answer this. <laughs> what do we have? I, I... I can tell you a Spanish tradition, like the three wise king, but I know that art. But it could be one you're creating. I mean, it could be one you guys oh, are creating. It could be anything. So, well, creating, well, me and Hubby are creating some things in the works because we're definitely very mixed. So we want our kids to make sure we, like, they have the, like that heritage. There is something that I do love that I actually mentioned to him this weekend, which was um, Mijo and Mija, which is like my son, my daughter, but like the abbreviation. I thought that was like really, really sweet. That's cute. And these are not words that like roll off my tongue automatically because my Spanish is from Spain, so it's different. But I'm like, no, I really, really love these words. 
and bendición a Dios te bendiga, which is just like blessings, basically. So those two, I could definitely say that there. there That's great. <laughs> I love that. It's all about creating new traditions. I'm all about that. And what about you, Nastasia? What Me is too. a tradition either you're creating or something in the past growing up that you want to incorporate to your family? Um, you know, I, I think it would probably be every single time somebody has a birthday or there's something to celebrate or something big happens. The first thing that we think about doing is going to a salsa club to go eat and to go dancing. And we just dance the rest of the night. I love away. that. That's awesome. Beat her. Yeah. Yeah. That's my favorite. Fun traditions. Super fun. Very adorable. You guys are so awesome. Thank you so much for coming on today. So Ariana, please share again. Well, actually, we could go backwards now. Nastasia, tell us how they can listen to your podcast, where they can do that. And Ariana, share the social media channels, please. Yes. You guys can find us on Lipson, on YouTube, Vimeo, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts. And I think I got them all. I think you did. (laughs) Yes, you did. (laughs) Good job. And because we're everywhere, social media is the same. You can technically find our podcast also on Facebook, um, our Facebook page, just as general, because it automatically uploads there. So you can definitely find us there, as well as our Facebook community with lots of freebies and goodies and exclusive content. All you have to do is sign up, and that's it. It's pretty easy. And, of course, our beautiful, wonderful Instagram, where you can find us the most, usually. Um, Twitter, Pinterest, and I did get them all, I think. (laughs) Yes, you did. Good teamwork, ladies. Can you also share, um, are you allowed to tease who your next guest is, or are you not allowed to do that? I think we can. Can we? Yeah, I think so. So, I have the honor. I can, I can, well, we have a couple. We can say a couple, I guess. Cool. Share. Um, our, our next one up is a beautiful and wonderful, very talented Natalie Kelly from Baker and the Beauty. Um, we absolutely adored that show. It's currently canceled, sadly, so we're fighting the good fight of making sure it stays on and making sure our studio buys it, gets it, etc. She is a sweetheart. I met her through my personal profile. I also slid into her DMs. We just became <laughs> really good off the phone. Um, it works, you know, just be yourself. That's what I always say. And, um, yeah, so she's going to be, she's, she, her episode is so inspiring. It goes beyond what we see in the social media. It talks about, oh, goodness, like I can go on forever, a lot about history, a lot about our roots, a lot about what's happening in, in the current situation. So it's very inspiring, very educational. She knows her stuff when it comes to, like, indigenous roots and, and et cetera. So that's our next coming guest. And Exciting. the next one that's is Ashley Nell Tipton from Project Runway. Awesome. We've got a coming in. Yes, we're so super excited. We are, we're so excited to have these powerhouse women and to celebrate them and to celebrate us as a whole. We're so excited. I love the dynamic, peep all the different mixes. It's so awesome. Super cool, ladies. Well, you're amazing. You know, I think that, and I couldn't thank you enough for coming on today and making the time. And everybody definitely needs to check out the Latina podcast on all social media channels, on all podcasts and Vimeo outlets. And stay tuned for who's next on scene. The ups, the downs, and all the in-between. What it takes to become next on scene. Are you next? Follow us at Next On Scene.